It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Good afternoon. This is Brooke Howard with The Daily Beast. It's Thursday, July 9th, and these are the top five stories the Cheat Sheet team is watching right now. Finally, finally, finally. The Supreme Court has ruled that President Donald Trump must release his tax returns and other financial records to the Manhattan District Attorney. In a 7-2 vote, the court sided with Manhattan District Attorney Cyrus Vance. He requested eight years' worth of Trump's business and personal tax records to help investigate whether Trump and his company violated state laws in connection with hush money payments to several women who allegedly had affairs with the president. Trump has denied having affairs with these women, but Vance said the financial records were crucial to see if business records were falsified and if any tax laws were violated. In a separate ruling, which was also a 7-2 vote, the Supreme Court ruled that Congress cannot subpoena a broader range of tax and financial records that investigators have requested. The president has refused to release his tax returns for years, unlike the six presidents before him. Both court cases have been fought tooth and nail by Trump, who argue that the cases lacked legitimate legislative purpose and were driven by partisan intent. You know, it was bad enough the first time around, but now there's really no excuse. U.S. doctors and nurses say yet again that they're running low on masks, gowns, and gloves some five-odd months after the coronavirus pandemic initially reached America. The Washington Post reports that, as the nation sees record numbers of new infections, nurses are being forced to reuse N95 masks for weeks at a time. Doctors say their offices remain closed because they don't have the equipment they need to keep their staff safe from infection. White House officials reportedly dismiss concerns over personal protective equipment shortages, saying manufacturing and stockpiles of the equipment have drastically improved since the few months of the pandemic. The president of the National Nurses United said that people thought that there would be some sort of improvement since March, but, quote, that has not happened. The officer investigating the fatal police shooting of Breonna Taylor reportedly described the raid as, quote, the most passive way into the property. Taylor was shot and killed by police in Louisville during a late-night raid in March. The raid, led by Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly, involved seven officers, a battering ram, and at least 16 gunshots. How is that passive? According to audio obtained by NBC News, Sergeant Jason Vance, the investigative officer, held a sympathetic interview with Mattingly and stated that he, quote, rightfully returned fire on Taylor's boyfriend. In the interview, Mattingly insists that officers knocked and announced themselves when they arrived after midnight. But Taylor's boyfriend said that the couple fell asleep and never heard anyone say police. So he reached for his handgun. Mattingly confirmed that his team rammed the door 
returned fire, and fired 16 gunshots. The lawyer of Taylor's family said that eight shots hit her. A man in Kentucky who purchased an AR-15 rifle with the intention of shooting up his former high school has been sentenced to 10 years in prison. Dylan Jarrell, now 22, was arrested in 2018 after he sent disturbing Facebook messages to a woman in New Jersey. He also posted statements on Reddit, allegedly honoring the Columbine shooters and the Virginia Tech mass shooter. Jarrell's planned attack on Shelby High School never happened. His attorney had claimed that he suffered from mental illness and that Jarrell's criminal plans were, quote, weak at best. However, the U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of Kentucky said that the joint investigation led by the FBI and Kentucky State Police, quote, almost certainly saved lives. Good riddance. Governor Bill Lee of Tennessee has, for the first time, called for the removal of a statue of Confederate General and Ku Klux Klan leader Nathan Bedford Forrest from the state capitol. Lee said that the monument now belongs in the state museum, not the building where laws are made. The Republican governor said that the statue of Forrest, quote, represents pain and suffering and brutal crimes committed against Black Americans. However, in a way that seemed as if he was not fully committed in his distaste of the racist statue, Lee also managed to criticize protesters who have targeted statues over the past few weeks. In his announcement, he said, quote, the Nathan Bedford Forrest bust has spurred a heated debate that began long before all of this national ruckus on monuments. Lee reportedly said his recommended process is very different from what he condemned as the, quote, mob rule seen elsewhere in the country. That's all for today. Check back every weekday morning and afternoon for more of the news you need to know. Find us on your smart speaker or wherever you listen to podcasts. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.